You're listening to Sky High Results Online, episode number 17, and this is Victoria Gibson. In today's episode, I'm diving into the six ways to power up your online marketing this month. Sky High Results Online podcast, your essential resource for discovering strategies and tips for growing your online business and creating lasting client connections. Okay, there are six P's that are fundamental to apply when things aren't working as they should, i.e. not enough clients, not enough revenue, and starting every month from scratch. You know, you get to the beginning of the month and you think, I know I've got a couple of clients still going or I've got a few clients, but I'm not sure where the rest of my revenue is coming from. Or worse, even that you've lost some clients, particularly in this climate, that I've heard from some people that that's been happening. Um, that hasn't been the trend for what I'm seeing at the moment um, with some of my clients and myself. But I know that um, other coaches and consultants out there are losing some of their clients who are obviously pulling things back or um, not wanting to move forward, right? So when things like that happen, you can start to get quite nervous about moving forward or start questioning everything you do. You know, when you've done that promotion before and you question it deeper and criticize the absolute bejesus out of it and realize that it wasn't your best work, it's the reason now why you're in a slump and no clients are coming to you or worse still, no one's even heard of you before, right? So now the six fundamentals that I want to run through. Now I've followed a theme here. They're all P's, okay? So I sort of wrote down wanting to um, let my clients know about the real essentials of an offer. And there's four things that um, I think go into that. And one is a promise that meets the gap of where your prospect is and where they want to go, right? So there's a promise. It, the a good offer will always talk to the pressing problem. Now, the situationally specific problem is an even better way to address that, okay? And it paints a possibility, right? It shows them that there's a possibility to move forward, that there's better days ahead, that they can be free of that possibility. And it also gives them the ownership experience of what being free of that possibility could look like. And it also gives you a plan to get there. Okay. So when I was doing those, I was kind of like, okay, promise, problem, possibility, plan. I was on a bit of a run with peas, right? That was to create a, a, a strong offer. And I still believe those four elements are absolutely fundamental as to um, making sure that you've created a great offer and one that keeps working for you. It's high converting and it tracks the right clients in and it's profitable, right? But Further than that, I wanted to go even deeper to be thinking about, okay, well, there is a chance you might have the right offer, but you may not have the scaffolding around it to make sure that people know about it, i.e. traffic, right? You might not have ways and means of getting traffic for people seeing your offer and making a decision, or maybe you don't have a referral network, or maybe nobody knows who you are. Maybe your list is tiny, tiny, right? You don't own traffic. You don't own an audience then having a great offer isn't going to do you the good it could when you've got the other elements in place. So I really wanted a way to have a framework to show you about those six P's, which are, are essentially the fundamentals that any 
online coach or consultant in a service-based business should be implementing. Now, in my experience, and look, in my own too, I definitely don't always have all those plates spinning on the six prongs, right? Um, But when you are doubting yourself or things are going backwards or you're not hitting the revenue you want or you're wondering why things have stalled or they're not going where you other than time and energy. Time, energy and effort. All of this takes effort. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But when you set yourself up to ensure these fundamentals are at play in your business, they're going to pay you time and time again for that initial effort or that ongoing effort that becomes smaller over time once you flex the muscle, once you make this a habit. They also have a um, habit, for want of another better word, they have a habit of building on themselves. So once you start these fundamentals, they gather momentum and then they'll start to have their own energy moving and flowing as they um, build on themselves to bring you great rewards, okay? So even dialing in just one of these P's will dramatically shift your results. But align them all and you have a consulting or coaching business that will pay you month in, month out and pay you really well and you'll start to see that growth that maybe has been lacking for you. So let's dive in. What's number one? The first P is, sounds really simple, but it's posting. Okay. So let's start sharing more of you. It sounds simple that you should be posting more on your social media, but the amount of people who are not doing it, it is crazy or they're automating it. Um, and kind of not uh, missing some of that, um, real time connection. And by that, I mean that when you schedule a whole lot of posts, a written post, um, uh, and maybe you're not showing up in your images, your snaps, showing your life or showing up in video or Facebook lives, then there can be a real disconnect between your audience and you. You're you're kind of closing the door or just keeping it slightly ajar rather than opening it and welcoming in your ideal prospects into your lounge room to really get a sense of who you are, how you can help them, what you know, and why you're the best choice to solve their problem. Okay. In the age of personal branding, we cannot underestimate how important frequent and consistent communication is in order to establish that connection and be chosen. Now, the advantage we've got here is that big businesses don't have the chance to do this, okay? They aren't able to just jump in and, um, you know, create personal connection at a whim. It has to go through approvals, logo checks. uh, You know, someone has to say, yes, okay, here's media statement embargoed until this date. Then they can say something, right? Um, You you never see um, key leaders of, of corporates and big businesses just talking to the media off the cuff or having an interview without knowing their, um, you know, their key messages and, and strongly um, controlling their, their communication. Well, guess what? You don't have to be, um, you know, held back by any of that, right? You can share your views. You can share your value, your goodness, connect with people without any of those barriers. And that is one of the biggest needle movers to attract 
clients to you, to build an audience, to build trust, credibility, and authority that will pay you day in, day out. So when you're not posting, you are squandering the opportunity to reach more of your ideal clients, to share more of yourself, to share your value, to um, you know really reach out and connect. Connection is what people are on social media for. Yes, they're on there for information too, and you can help them with that. But connection is what um, differentiates um, information from entertainment and actually creating a feeling, right? So we want to create more of a feeling of trust, credibility, authority, and fun even if that's one of your core values, right? It's definitely one of mine. And I want to be able to reach out and just have fun in some of my posts or in my lives. They don't always have to be highly crafted and strategic. You can jump on a live with one point to make, okay? You can jump on and um, I generally recommend the framework of what, why, lesson, apply. I learned that from um, one of my uh, previous mentors, Garrett White. He used to be one of my clients too, who is a pretty out there guy. He masters the art of personal branding and has a really uh, multi, a huge multi-million dollar personal development um, brand for men, actually. But um, I love the way he just owns his personality and puts it out there. And he said, when you're doing a post, you want to make sure you hit what, why, lesson, apply. So what do those mean? <laughs> well, what? What are you going to talk about? Why? Why does it matter? The lesson? What's why why did why do they need to know as well and how can it apply to their life right or not apply applies the next one but the lesson what's the lesson in it what's the learning that they can take away and how can they apply it to their situation and there's one other step too is action what's the next next action now you don't necessarily have to plug your program tell them to buy your stuff or any of that that right and then not that there's anything wrong with making an offer but you just want to have an embedded next step in any of this um, content or your lives, which can be as simple as joining your free Facebook group, right? Doesn't cost them anything. They just have to do a couple of clicks, get on over, and there you have it. They're in your group and you can keep talking to them. What I love about Facebook Lives in a free group is that it's almost like you've got a more um, connected community already by inviting them into uh, your group. So you can be doing lives in there that maybe you can go deeper, you can have workshop trainings um, and really connect with people and they will see more of your posts than they will on your business page. So I recommend going live on um, Facebook page and free Facebook group. And if you are um, really up for it as well, uh, Instagram live and LinkedIn live, right? The more live you can be doing, the better. The advantage with LinkedIn is if your market is there and they're showing up, then probably not as frequently engaged as Facebook or as deeply engaged as on Facebook, but some businesses can work really, really well on LinkedIn. And there's not many people doing their own video on LinkedIn, so you can really dominate there if that's where a lot of your market is. But same is true on Facebook. You don't need to give up because you think there's too many other people doing it. The beauty of the Facebook algorithm is that they will reward you for uh, for going live. Facebook want fresh live content and they'll reward you for it. Same as they want connected community groups. So they will reward you for having a free group, which means you get free momentum and, um, and appearances of your posts, um, whether you go live or 
whether you have a group, the group gets suggested to people for free. Like you don't have to pay for ads for that stuff, right? So that really moves the needle on getting things forward. Same with more fre- frequent and consistent, consistent posting on all social media channels. What you'll generally find is that the networks will reward you the more frequently you post, not so much as you know, you're doing it every five seconds, but um, how many of you out there have posted like a couple of weeks ago and then forget or, you know, oh, you'll get around to that because that fear of that visibility and being judged is just too big. Well, I can say I've definitely had that fear myself, but, um, and it still comes up all the time, but um, by creating consistency around that, it'll just become your new normal. Okay. So I want to see you posting Facebook lives. I want to see you um, posting stories on your Instagram so you can take, so people can sort of take a peek at your life. Some of the best Instagram accounts are really not highly produced. When they um, share a photo or a video on stories, it's something really that most people would think is very mundane. But what it does is it, it removes with every one of those stories, you're removing a barrier between you and your prospective client so that they can move closer to investing with you, taking the next step and um, really supporting you. Of course, some people won't like you. Of course, some people are going to be turned off, but you'd rather have that before <laughs> before they become a client, right? You'd rather help them understand if you are for them or you're not, right? And um, social media can be a great, great way to do that. So that's P number one is posting, okay? The second P Uh, that you want to be looking at when you're diagnosing why things aren't working or you want to power up and boost what you've got working is presence. This builds on posting. Posting causes presence, but presence as well, we want to talk about just that level of awareness um, of you you and what you do, okay, by an audience. Now, that's mainly primarily by things like list building. Your email list is a channel to make sure that you're present in. That is also what I hear from people time and time again. Um, You know, oh, my list is really small or I haven't really sent anything out. When pressed, a lot of people aren't posting. A lot of people aren't emailing their list. You've got to change that pronto. I don't care if you think you have nothing to say, then we need to work out your message to market. That's what I do with my clients and that's what I help them do. Okay. Um, And think of it as a a one-on-one conversation rather than a one-to-many conversation. That can really help give you the momentum of content and what to get started with, okay? The other big opportunity is podcasting. You're listening to me right now on a podcast and whether or not you subscribe, but please do subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or any of the other main ones, Spotify, I think's the other one, right? I'm on all those channels. Please subscribe um, and I'd love you to leave a review too, if you can. Um, those are the kind of things that will get my podcast seen and heard by more people. If you appreciate it and you'd like to help me out, that'd be great. Um, but this is a way for me to get in the ears of people who may not know me. There's a whole list of people looking for podcasts and searching for podcasts, um, around topics that matter to them that may not see my Facebook ads that may not know of me already or be referred to me by another client. Okay. Or be on my email list. So a podcast, the podcast community is almost like its own search engine. People are searching for new and interesting podcasts all the time. Okay. And then being able to get in their ears and for them to really sort of feel your sense of value and who you are, um, it's very, it's very different from sending an email to an email list. Okay. So it's a great way to build relationships, build presence. Okay. 
if a podcast seems too much for you to take on right now or not your cup of tea, what about being a podcast guest? Okay, so you could be um, compiling a list of several podcasts that already have listeners that are your ideal clients, and you can show up to provide value to those um, podcast hosts who are looking for content all the time. And maybe if they're an interview based show, they're really, really happy if you make it easier for them and you give them a topic. Make sure you do your research here, like who's listening, what's the style of the podcast, what does it um what kind of information does it normally share and then make sure that when you're reaching out to the podcast host most podcast hosts will have somewhere that you can submit um an email or a request or um a, or uh you know an idea um so make sure you uh you definitely adapt to the style of their show and what they'd be looking for and just make it easy for them to choose you okay they don't want to have to do a whole lot of legwork podcasts can be a massive needle mover for me um I remember uh, doing the Entrepreneur on Fire um, podcast way back in, I don't know what it was, it must have been 2012 or something, when he first started out. I think I was in one of his first 10, 20 shows. And I met him and, of course, I never heard of John Lee Dumas and he came and said, I'm going to do a podcast. He hadn't really done anything in online business. This was his strategy to create his online business back then, which was a masterstroke of genius, right? And he's telling me, I think he was from Boston or something at the time, and he's saying, I'm going to do a podcast show. And I'm, and he basically just went through um, other people's podcasts. I must have been on someone else's podcast, and that's how he found me. Um, and that's the other thing. The more podcasts you're on, the more you get asked because people see you and they go, oh, they do podcasts. Great. It makes them easy to ask you as well. Um, but he asked me and I remember, you know, getting quite a bit of traction. It was long before he was actually really um, quite big. I'm sure it would have been much more beneficial even later on, uh, which is cool. And um, Amy Porterfield's podcast, oh, if you can get on that, like, please do, because that gives you so much um you know, so much reach. It was amazing. And just that embedded uh, kind of endorsement from an industry figure like Amy is phenomenal. Her podcast is phenomenal. She puts so much work into it. One of my ex-clients used to, might still produce her podcast. And I know the amount of work that she used to put into that. And actually Amy referred her to me. So that was awesome being able to work with her. But I know that she put in a lot of work into producing that podcast. And Amy does do everything meticulously. And if you don't subscribe to her online marketing made easy podcast, you absolutely should. Um, So getting, yeah, being a guest on podcasting, um, if you don't want to do your own. Maybe you could create a new freebie, a guide, a template. Those kind of things just work so well to just be growing your list and sharing those on social media, juicing them up with ads, doing a challenge, doing a live workshop in your group, whatever it is, that presence is so important. It's so easy to hide behind everything and really, um, you know, kind of help your clients and stay helping your clients rather than really diving into how you can show up and be seen and have that presence. So they're my tips for building that presence. The other is third P is persistence. Okay. Don't give up. It's so easy to try something as we're looking to, um, you know, grow the performance of our business, attract more clients and improve our profitability. And some things work and some things do not. Okay. And some things will fail. And sometimes you're going to have to fail your way to success. That is absolutely a fact. Um, You know, and you could, things like webinars are a prime example. 
things like landing pages um, of you know being able to get a conversion happening um, on a landing page can be like take you a few goes right and landing page I mean somewhere that you're sending traffic to opt in and um, take action okay sometimes the first um, one you create and that you labor over doesn't work and you have to go back and try again sometimes the first message doesn't work the name of an offer like whatever it might be iteration 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 do not get discouraged you need to persist if this was easy everybody could do it and do it really well it's not easy but it's amazing when you get it to work I was speaking to one of my clients today and um, you know she mentioned just uh, how much she'd added another 40,000 to her revenue in just less than four, the four months of this year, whereas she'd made $40,000 less in the six months of um, the last half of last year, right? So in six months, um, you know, she made $40,000 less. She'd added 40000 in less of a period, right? And I said to her, and she'd only started working with me at the end of last year, but you know, I said, remember when you started and, and um, you know, we had to keep doing the webinar, keep honing, keep tuning. And I said, how many versions of the webinar did you do live? And she was like, nine. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much, you can take five to nine um, goes at getting your webinar right until you land on that beautiful one that you can automate and run with. Okay. So persistence is important. That also means persistence in your communication with your prospects. So following up with emails, what do you have? Do you have any email sequences um, set up? Do you know what? It took me years to set my own up. I used to write them for people all the time, direct people, tell them to do it. And I didn't have any of my own. Now I have some, I've still got to hone a lot more of them, but they make a really, really big difference. Okay. Retargeting those who've seen your ads before or those who've opted into your email list or those who've watched your videos your Facebook lives on your page that's why I say do Facebook lives on your business page because you can retarget the people who watch those videos okay so it's always great to be showing up and people who've seen you are likely to want to know more if they're interested right so retargeting with your ads following people around the internet, maybe they've opted in for your things before and haven't taken action, okay? Um, how can we keep following up and showing up with persistence? And don't forget the power of things like direct messages, um, you know, in a way of showing up and serving and not being spammy is really, really important. Okay, so the fourth way or the fourth P to power up your online marketing this month is promotion, okay? We are in the business of promotion, promoting ourselves, promoting what we do and promoting how we help others in order to attract more clients and more revenue and more profit, okay? So I want you to be making offers. It sounds so simple, but it is so crazy how many people do not make offers. And you might go a whole month without making an offer, then wonder why the next month doesn't translate into more profit or growth in sales. So this can easily happen when you have a busy month too. You have a busy month with clients and you're diving in, helping them and serving them, or um, you know, you've done a launch and you just need to sort of step back and you're exhausted and you're kind of energetically not really wanting to put yourself out there, or you haven't set it up an evergreen or automated way to be making offers all the time. That's why I advocate um, evergreen programs and rolling enrollment for your um, programs. So you're not constantly in that launch, recover, launch, recover phase and that you're only making offers a few times a year. I want you to be, have something that you can be making an offer every single week or day. Even if it's on automation, 
You want to be thinking about when you're making offers, when you're creating your conversion events, your webinars, your um, workshop series, your, um, you know, videos or, um, you know, trainings. Maybe they're live workshops, not in times like this, but other times, right? So when are you making your offers? When are you giving people a chance to invest? When are you creating a limited time opportunity for them to do that? Okay, so make offers in a launch or automate that stuff or have it on an evergreen enrollment. So I like to have a combination of evergreen and launch. So my evergreen, my um, mastermind success secrets program is always open, okay? Um, and I have people rolling into that and they join for a year and they pay by the month or they pay up front, okay? Now you can, you're always free to join that, but I have um, incentives to join at different times and they're normally price-based incentives before the price goes up, people can join um, or there's some bonus-based incentive, okay? To make it easier for people to decide to join at a certain time. So they're my promotions, but I've always got a way for people to invest and work with me um, at any time. Okay, so let's get to the fifth P and that's preservation, okay? So we wanna retain our clients, right? Preser preserve our revenue streams. When we have people who've paid us or are paying us, how can we show up and make sure that they stay, that we get them great results, that we keep them moving forward? because it's much easier to keep a client than it is to get a new one, all right? Particularly when you've done a lot of the hard work up front, trying to get them results, to then have to go back and dig in for a new client time and time again is not as efficient as keeping your existing clients. And that's why it's also important not to make your offers too short, but as to always have that next logical step for them. Okay, so let's preserve them. Let's treat them like a royalty, serve them, make sure they get results, dig in if they don't. I'm not suggesting you undercharge and um, over deliver at all, but we should be over delivering to expectation. We should be surprising and delighting our clients so that they just want to stay. It's a no brainer. We don't have to put the effort into making them stay. Okay, so retain your clients with support, guidance and structure that gets results okay this is also another point to even going back to past buyers uh, i was telling the story today that i have three uh, members of my mastermind success secrets program who have been in my programs um, over two years ago right i've been doing this for a decade they've been previous clients now i didn't specifically target them but what if i had gone out with a message to all my previous buyers and just said hey tell me what's going on in your business or reached out even earlier, well, I might have, um, you know, been able to welcome them into the program even earlier. And I think one of the reasons they um, saw me again was being able to show up in that, um, you know, presence element of showing up in my live launch workshop, in my um, my free live video workshop, in my Connect and Convert Facebook group. If you're not part of my Connect and Convert Facebook group, search Connect and Convert on Facebook and join, or go to victoriagibson.com forward slash group request to join. It's absolutely free. And I do a lot of in-depth free training in there. And I know that that's definitely brought um, some of my other clients back to me, but you, you don't have to become a client to join. You can just jump on in and um, get into the content and go from there. Um, it's juicy. And I like uh, being able to show up in there as much as I can. Okay. So preservation, how can you go back to past clients, particularly in times like now, check in with them, personalize your communication. Personalization is probably another P I need to put in here. <laughs> I'm going on a P roll today. I tell you what. Um, okay. The final P, okay. To apply and think about perpetuity in income, 
in terms of having your recurring revenue. You know I recommend a, recommend a mastermind model for this, an evergreen mastermind that pays you recurring revenue each and every month is an absolute godsend. But what I also mean by this um, P or this step is um, rinse and repeat to scale. Like use the things that are working and keep doing them. Don't have just one-off launches that go for six weeks and then you need, you know, three months to recover before you decide what brand new shiny object you're going to do now. And then you burn before you know it, you blink your eyes and you're six months into the year. We are already, as this podcast is being recorded, um, nearing the end of four months into the year in April 2000. 2020, 2020, right? So four months in already that, you know, if, if you hadn't been planning to make offers or have an evergreen offer or step up with your presence, you could easily be finding yourself this time of the year um, having consumed a lot of content, but not in the business of converting in, uh, converting your prospects into clients or even getting any prospects to notice you, see you, um, connect with you. Okay, so that's what bringing all of these six P's is about. Let me go over them again. The headers of the posting is number one. Secondly, presence. Thirdly, persistence. Followed by promotion, preservation, and perpetuity. Okay. They're the six P's that are fundamental, right? For turning things around when you're not where you want to be, to activating growth, to boosting your profits, your revenue, your confidence, because when you boost your confidence, you boost your revenue. I was speaking to a client today who, you know, was was um, criticizing her own offer, and I and she was saying no, but I didn't think it was very good. And I said, well, um, and you know, I said, did it, has anyone bought? No. I said, did you make the offer? No, because I didn't think it was very good. So, you know, it's really easy for us to criticize where we're at without even you know, um, putting it out there or being, um, you know, brave enough to try. It might fail. It might be crap, but you'll learn. There's, what do they say? There's no failure, just feedback. It's just feedback to iterate and go again. And when you're sitting there telling yourself the market is, um, isn't there, nobody's buying or the economy's flat, pay attention to thinking about those things or, you know, wanting to blame the economy. Yes, those are fact of the situation. Economy, we're headed into recession, okay? That we're already there, I believe, okay? In most world economies, right? When it's undeniable, that's a fact, but how you respond to it is your choice, okay? How you think about that is your choice and how you look to all these tools and our beautiful position of being online to connect and convert with our clients is an absolute gift. And if you are not moving forward to, to master that, or at least inch your way forward and have that consistency and frequency, then you are doing yourself and your goals and your dreams a disservice. And I want you to stop it, okay? Our prime minister in Australia had a press conference about um, shop uh, supermarket hoarding and coronavirus in the first couple of weeks and um, toilet, toilet paper hoarding and the likes. And he said, just stop it, right? That's what I want to say to you about avoiding putting yourself out there, about avoiding dialing in these six P's. It's time. It's your time. You can do it. There's never been a better time because we're at home, okay? The endless distractions of going out and all the other things you um, used to do to get away from your computer. I know that it's not as easy at home with kids at home and other people. There's still stuff to do. I get it. 
the cleaning alone with having everybody at home is driving me insane. So I completely understand that your time might be under pressure, but you, you still, the quantum of time that you have available, I think to, um, you know, master some of these P's is much, much more than uh, the amount of distractions you could use. Well, maybe that was just me. Uh, You know, I love catching up with friends and going out and going on holidays and going overseas, all those things that used to take a big chunk out of my year and now not going to be part of my next six months. So I have a really great opportunity to really dial into this as well, particularly starting with this podcast. I started this podcast in 2015. I had a lot of gaps in between, right? I'm committed to showing up frequently and serving you here with information that will hopefully move the needle for you in terms of connecting and converting with more of your clients and that you can take and move into profits. Okay. So, um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast or leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. And if you want to join me for more of my, uh, free trainings, then go to victoriagibson.com forward slash group, and I will see you next time.